Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Hey, Dub Dynasty fans, we got a new podcast, The Jeff and Jess Show, with me, Jeff Roberts. And me, Jessica. We'll be talking about our many passions, including faith, family, and everyday life. So check out new episodes of The Jeff and Jess Show every Wednesday at podcastone.com, the Podcast One app, or subscribe at iTunes. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No trips big on Monday. Get it on. And thanks for tuning in to CarCast. I'm Adam Carl. That's the moderator, Matt D'Andrea. Hello. Over there. And today's guest is a famed uh, racer. He's a winemaker. He's, um, well, he's working with Lexus now, and we'll get into that in one second. And a guy I've been wanting to talk to for a long time, Scott Pruitt, everybody. Good to be here, Adam. Thanks for having me on the show. This is uh, wow. This is a great place you got here. I'm. I'm. Uh, every place I look, you got these little things everywhere that just talk all this history of of, ra- it's, of racing, and and it's awesome. It's he skimmed over the front room of all the stuff that you've done over the years, comedy, TV shows, and went right to all the it racing. Right to racing. <laughs> yeah. well. He's like, I didn't even notice the front room, but look at all this car stuff you got. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, as you know, or maybe not, we've been working on some documentaries, and we've been working on, uh, we did uh, Paul Newman, and yeah. you must have raced with Newman I did. back in the what day. A, what a great guy. I mean, talk about a guy who was passionate about racing more so than I'd say more than more than his acting. I mean, spent a lot of time with him, raced a lot with him. Um, just a incredible guy. Um, he's a champion of uh, of racing, and and at his age, doing what he did yeah. and how well he, you know, absolutely was, you know. Stellar, and the documentary you guys did, I thought was was fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Well, thanks. thanks. Yeah, you were a Trans Am champion in uh, eighty seven, ninety four, two thousand three, and so many championships. And I'll, Daytona. I'll get to that. Look at all this twenty four hours of Daytona. A win- overall winner, Jesus Christ, so One, many wins. Two, three, four, five, five of those, five of those. Uh, think, uh, nine in class, Lamar winner, Sebring, so fun stuff. Yeah, some great, great racing history for Scott Pruitt. I, I also, geez, it's, there's so much. Um, so first off, I ran into Bruce or Caitlyn Jenner last weekend or the weekend before when we were at Amelia Island. Amelia, yeah. yep. And I remember, it was so weird because it was... Um, I was sitting, we were sitting around, we're working on this Willie T. Ribs doc. And I said, now we got to talk to Scott Pruitt yeah. and we got to talk to Caitlin Jenner. <laughs> and then I saw Caitlin doing a, a thing on Leno's Garage and she's like, <laughs> so weird with the sheen that he and all of us. <laughs> Leno and his yeah, guys' daughter. Especially when you're talking about history, though, because we were talking about. I, you're talking about history, I know. <laughs> so now we should be grandfathered, <laughs> literally grandfathered <laughs> in. <laughs> but she's like, well, I pushed that car as hard as I could push that car, and I couldn't go any faster. And then yeah. Scott would be two seconds faster a lap. Yeah, and, and and so, so, Caitlin is talking to Leno about Scott Pruitt, and I'm watching this going. Now we got to get Scott Pruitt, and we got to get him. And you screw Leno. We don't need. Yeah, Leno. we need Leno. We we get enough out of him. Yeah. So um, that must have been kind of cool w- watching that. It was uh, which part of that the the male <laughs> female just, and, <laughs> just the part where it's just confusing because all of the stuff that we talk about with with Caitlyn Jenner was as Bruce Jenner and now we have these conversations like we ran into Caitlyn Jenner and Amelia and she said oh I've got great stories about Willie T and all this and and then of course I'm like how do you do that in a documentary. How do you, uh, and that makes it even more fun. <laughs> yeah. like, how do you show the footage and then cut to the interview what? with Caitlin? It's going to be, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I mean, Bruce did a lot for me early on in my career. I've known him, I'm going to say Bruce, because that's who I really know, um, back probably in, you know, the mid-80s. The mid and I did my first race with him in 85 with Ford, with Roush, at Elkhart Lake, and from from there did another race and we won- we we were leading that race and unfortunately broke we went on um in in 85 to win at uh at Pocono in a, in uh in a sports car and that led me to you know three great years with Ford and and four championships le- later um but my first year in 86 was driving together with with Bruce for the full season and 
we had quite the adventure at, at times. We came close to winning the, the Rolex 24. We went on to win at Sebring in class that year. Uh, at the end of the race, Ricky Rudd comes over the back of the car. He's wanting to beat the, beat the crap out of, out of Jenner. We're, you know, everybody's trying to pull each other. I mean, this is after the checkered flag, right? It's a lot of so fighting. It's a lot of fighting. There's, there's a lot of fighting. Uh, and then with Willie T, I mean, for some reason, Willie T and I continually seem to, we just had magnets that attracted each other on, on race cars as well as away from the track. And the fights we had and uh, Bruce is driving and and I'm in the car and there's a there, my girlfriend at the time oh, is in like the middle. Oh, this like a rental car, right? Yeah, and, and not on the track. And Willie's getting in the door and goes to punch me and hits her. And wow, I mean, it's, oh well, God. this is why <laughs> Scott. The last thing, <laughs> the last thing. Uh, it's good you moved that away. Your reflexes yeah, right. are good. But yeah. well, hey, what? <laughs> Boom! Yeah. Hey, take this one for me, baby. Will you? <laughs> the, the last thing real gentleman after there. that. I was just with Nate Adams over at the other warehouse, the studio. And he just said, uh, Scott Pro, it's coming over there. Yeah. Got to get him for the uh, Willie T. So, uh, Scott, I'm going to pencil you in for Willie T. You oh, you got to be part uh, of that. Great stuff. I mean, we, uh, you talked to the TV crews back then, and every one of them said, if you and Willie got close, we just focused on you guys because we knew. Something was going to happen. I think it was all secretly planned. You guys said, hey, this oh. is what's going to happen. <laughs> the TV guys. Well, you know, it's a, it's a, it's it's interesting. Well, first off, when you're running first and second all the time, you know, it seems you're going to get a lot more yeah. camera time and 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 you're going to make a lot more contact than if one of, you know, if one of you was slow and one of you was fast, then you wouldn't have yeah. this rivalry. Right. You know, right. it's got like, like Snake and Mongoose were kind of that way too. They're like, let's they're like let's bicker a little bit and we'll we'll put on a good show. It'll be fun. Uh, this was ours was real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think theirs is real. <laughs> there was no you know, hey, let's put on a show. I was like. There was a lot of uh, heated discussions, a lot of profanity, a lot of, you know, getting up in each other's face, uh, a couple, you know, swings taken at times. And, oh, yeah, it was it was quite the adventure. (laughs) Well, I'm scared to ask, but I know Willie pretty good now. He's a little crazy, but he's fun. Yeah. And I feel like he's mellowed a bit. Do you guys get along now? I haven't, you know, honestly, I haven't. uh, I've seen him occasionally at the track, but never, you know, because, you know, doing all this this racing I continue to do and and the new program with Lexus and it's got me, you know, busy and a lot of testing and racing and just got back from Sebring over the weekend. Uh, We never had a chance to really, because he's doing some more stuff like historics and where it's a lot more laid back and a lot easier, but we just haven't had that chance to do much visiting or, you know, catching up. So It's not really like super high up on your list. (laughs) (laughs) We just haven't. I think I, I I think uh, I think you guys probably have a beer and a laugh, or actually wine. Wine, yeah, there you even go. have some wine and, and a <laughs> laugh. Next and time the beauty is, is only one of you makes wine. So. Yeah, so, <laughs> so you won that argument. <laughs> <laughs> Although you'd have to pay because you'd, you'd be a douche if you charged him for your bottle of wine. Let's talk about the wine for a second. You brought me a nice bottle uh, when you came in, which was which was nice. So, how did you? Usually wine stuff is family sort of oriented, or my grandfather came over here with a grape. Is that what happened with you, or no. what happened? Um, started from scratch. Um, just got the bug of being around the, the wine industry. Um, we started in, in uh, North Auburn, where we live. Um, it's a it's an old wine-growing area back in the gold rush, so the miners would put grapes in and, and ferment them so they could have something alcohol to drink. Right. All went away during the Prohibition. Um, and then, we, you know, I didn't want to say I had grapes in my backyard and say, hey, look, I got grapes. Uh, we did all the soil study, did the climate study, decided what, what uh, varietals worked there, decided, you know, what what uh, rootstock worked in the soil. It's rocky, it's steep, it's just uh, horrible soil to look at, and great for making, you know, high-end wines. And then uh, over the last um, last three years, we've, um, you know, Wine Spectator being really the, the Bible of, of the wine industry, them and, and, and Parker, um, we continually have, e- either we have the highest rated Syrah in California and or the U.S., or we have one of the the top two yeah uh, and i do all and i didn't want to do it but i want to do the work so i was out there clearing the land and my big d4 ripping it prepping it um do all the winemaking all the barreling um all the blending with the, with the consultant and oh, we're looking at love, some really great pictures every of it. Uh, every moment of it it's such a hey, yeah it's great wow that's a beautiful <laughs> shot there i know we're looking yeah, Chris at just took looking that. at some beautiful acreage <laughs> it, it's uh i gotta tell you like 
walking through touring vineyards and doing that kind of stuff. First off, just walking into where the barrels are, yeah. it's always cooler and it has this aroma. And if you, you know, they always say like, you know, hey, want to go get your head straight? Go walk on the beach, you know, and look out in the ocean. But you go walk through one of those wineries yeah. just immediately. I don't know. There, it's 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 got to be fifteen different things your senses are picking up simultaneously. But it is the most calming. Just kind of, I mean, it's the opposite of racing cars. I, I, I love imagine. that there's, there's an there's art to it. To there's it. not a yeah. lot of technology it, to it. Like, um, it's all art. It is It is overwhelming at times being part of something that's been going on since Egyptian times, realistically, mm-hmm. and will go on continually way past uh, my lifetime. And, you know, Pruitt Vineyard came along um, purely out of passion. You know, it was, I want to do it. I want to put it in. I want to do the work. I want to do all that. And when Adam's talking about... I mean, there's nothing more special than in in kind of midsummer and and you know the vines are all you know growing strong and you're walking through the vineyard at, at sunrise. Uh, it's it's a pretty magical time and 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 you look at that where I've lived my life in fractions of a second in racing. Yeah. And then in the wine business, it's years. I mean, yeah, you, yeah. you spend it in years are what they call vintages and. It's just such a, you know, polar opposites, and um, I, you know, I dig both. I absolutely dig both. And you should, and it's why I kind of tell people all the time. I was just having this discussion, where, like I was saying, like you know, grow your own vegetables, and everyone's like, "Oh, go buy them." You know, who's got time? You know, who's got time? Who's got time? Yeah. It make time. It, it's it's better for you. It yeah. gives you balance. Like it's it's nice. Like it it's something. It's tactile. It gives you a sense of purpose. I love building for that reason. I like the idea of building stuff and the idea that it's there and that it's that it's not just stuff that kind of floats up into the ether. And and also pick stuff that's the opposite of, of what it is you did last weekend. You, you know what I mean? You're going racing this weekend. You're going wine making next weekend yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. It creates that sort of homeostasis, that balance in your life. If it's all just race, 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 then we just got a triple X movie. <laughs> 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 you get burnt out pretty quick. So, um, Scott, we got uh, What's Long the name Beach. of the wine, by the way? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, PruittVineyard.com is where you can go. Okay. PruittVineyard.com. And, and, you know, we had, you know, our... We're, we're pretty much sold out. Um, we, we released in, in late October. We sold out by, by mid-February. We had a 96-point wine, 95, a 94, and a 93. So it's been absolutely, wow. absolutely crazy. So it's all I wanted to do <laughs> is sit across from you guys and, and have a glass of wine, and you guys not bust my balls for it. You know, that's, <laughs> right. that's, That was my whole initial thought, was sit across from my friends and be able to enjoy a glass of wine without just you know, getting hammered by, you know, hammered on by how bad this stuff was. Well, so. Jimmy <laughs> Vassar's up there doing something with wine, too. He's right? got wine, and so, doesn't Andretti? So all those guys. So Andretti, like do, yeah. uh, Jeff Gordon, good friend, uh, Jimmy, good friend, but... He, they're not doing the work. I mean, they got their name on the bottle, yeah. but they're not in the vineyard. They're not in. I mean, I decide when we harvest. I decide the irrigation. I do all the fermentations. I do all the barreling, blending. I do all. The, I'm that guy. I got. I got one employee. So um, that's, it's a big difference. I mean, I talk to Jeff all the time about it. And he goes, "Man, I live vicariously through you." Because he goes, "I, I don't even. You know, I work." the last bit when they're getting ready to put in bottles, but that's that's about all. But that's the balance that you're talking about, Adam. It's like that's the point of doing it the way you do it is is for that balance. Yeah. I mean, the rest of it for those guys, it's it's just, it's a it's a business. It's a business yeah. opportunity. Yeah. Can I say, uh, speaking of balance, as a guy who used to do earthquake rehab work for a living, when I toured a vineyard and I saw all those barrels stacked up, just on these sort of gravity sleds, you know, yeah. just like half, not even half <laughs> circle, take a quarter circle with another case. barrel and then another quarter circle, like rack, and then another ten barrel. Ten high. Ten high. And I said, hey, we're in wine country, but we're also in earthquake country. And I, I, by the way, I get the answer I get from everybody. I go, if there's an earthquake, because all I used to do is earthquake rehab. I go, if there's an earthquake, all this stuff's coming down. 
And there's a super simple way to strap it. I mean, it's not yeah. a whole bunch of technology. It's you're probably two trips to the Home Depot away from really taking care of this mess. And then I get my number one answer, which is, we just had, they just had an earthquake like a month back. Yeah. Took out this whole guy's whatever. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it was a mess. And I was like, yeah, how many gallons of wine? Thousands. Lost, lost. How many dollars? Oh, oh. Millions. Tens of that. Millions. It's, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He acts like we got it out of our system. That earthquake. <laughs> it's done. Yeah, it's right. out. Yeah. And he was talking to the whole time, like agreeing with me. Like, yeah, that guy's yeah. screwed. And I was like, yeah, no, you, you with your tilt up. By the way, as a, here, as, a, as a racing car driver, you should, you have like ratchet straps all over the place. Like they're like, you could throw a few over the barrels. And when I see the barrels, I just think of Donkey Kong, you know, when all the yeah. barrels roll down. <laughs> And yeah, it just right. like everybody's running out of the way trying right, to jump over the right. barrel so you don't get crushed. Scott, am I making this up? <laughs> no, that's true. I mean, that the, walking into those kind of wineries, it scares the crap out of you. I yeah. mean, you look, and, uh, you can take a step back because you're going, dang, man, if that thing on top falls or any of those things start shaking, mine are only too high or maybe maybe four high. So it's very manageable and you, there's right. no issue. When you look at those things 10, 12 high, it's... It's pretty spooky. It's scary. I mean, it's just downright well, why scary. Why doesn't anybody the answer, strap they, them down? They give you, oh, they'll give you that. I got two answers. The, the two, uh, oh, super unsatisfying, but they're always the two. It's one is, oh, yeah, we just had an earthquake and it all yeah. fell down. And then you go, somebody ought to make a strap. Oh, yeah, they got them. They got them. <laughs> That's the other we don't one. have them, but we don't they use them, them but they got them. them. Yeah. They got them. Yeah. You're not going to invent any. Some they guy they created the barrel strap. He's <laughs> not doing right. very well. <laughs> All right, we got no questions up there. We got Long Beach. Yep. That's coming up April 7th through the 9th. Oh, we're going to be racing out there with Lexus, right? Going to be racing out there with Lexus. We actually race with a Saturday show, um, IMSA is. And it's actually going to be live on Fox as well at 4 oh, p.m. So live on Fox. Finally, some uh, road yeah. racing, man. Yep. And uh, you're in the Lexus. RCF GT3. Uh, oh, the RCF. Everything's yeah. paddle shift. Yeah. Everything's got a V6 and a turbo? We are normally aspirated. So we're uh, about 5.4 liter uh, normally v- aspirated V8. V8. Okay. Yeah. So you got and a V8. It's a, and it's a proper, I mean, it's a you know, ground-up built race car. It comes, comes from Japan. They developed it over there. We brought it over here, took delivery of our first car in uh, October, and then been testing ever since. It's, it's exciting for me being involved with I mean, doing all the racing I've done over the years, yeah. I mean, good Lord, bless me with this incredible career. And um, it's fun at this point being involved with a manufacturer that hasn't been involved in motorsports before. You know, as you know, you know, Lexus has really moved from being, you know, pure luxury to luxury and performance with the ISF, which I helped them launch. LFA, we were talking about yeah, that we were earlier. Yeah, talking about that for a while. Awesome supercar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the RCF, um, the, the, uh, key the GSF. To, the key to the LFA... God bless you, Ford and many other companies, but it's the naturally aspirated V10 yeah. that just goes. And it sounds you take a you take a V sick. configuration that winds up the over nine grand or whatever it is, and it's naturally aspirated. Yeah. That's that's the super that's the whole thing about like with me and the first Ford GT is like eh, you got a Mustang engine with a blower on it, and like that's not sports car yeah. to me. But that LFA obviously. You got to pay a little extra. One like that weekend, but uh, the uh, who are you racing against? Who do we got? We got we have uh, eleven other manufacturers. So you have Ferrari, BMW, Audi, Lamborghini. Um, I mean, the list goes I goes like on. Kind of seeing Lamborghini wow, me too. into this a little bit. It's weird. Yeah. yeah, after fifty so years. So the spec you know? is a global. It's a global spec GT3. Yeah. So they mm-hmm. race them all over the world. That spec of car, and it's called um, GT Daytona uh, within the IMSA series. And they'll be at Long Beach because there's going to be, and our, ours will be the biggest class with about 25 cars. What wow. kind of horsepower so, range are you guys making with the 5.4 liter? There, IMSA holds us to about uh, just under 600. Um, but so we have okay. restrictors on it, and they try and you know BOP um, balance of pol- politics. I mean balance of performance <laughs> mm-hmm. um, is always a you know big challenge. Yeah. Everybody's you know politicking now, to get something more. When you add that restrictor. It it starts to limit the horsepower, but you've got sort of an obscene amount of torque now because it doesn't really affect it quite as much. Is that right? Not not as much, but it still does. I yeah. mean, I mean, come on, I like horsepower. Who doesn't like horsepower? Yeah. You know, you in a, as a race car driver, you never have enough horsepower. Uh, I did my last, you know, my last ever IndyCar race when I gave Toyota their first pull in IndyCars. 
we qualified at uh, an average speed of 235, 200, actually 236 miles an hour at Fontana. And that wow. is a good ride. So there's, so nothing beats <laughs> yeah. power. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, nothing beats power and speed. That's as fast uh, as it really gets. And that, and that, yeah. well, in any department, I was going to say, not uh, Indy's about the fast. Uh, that's as fast as, as people go in race cars. I mean, on a, on a circuit. Yeah. As far as I know, I'm yeah, trying that's, to think that's of anything about as fast. faster. That's, that's about it right there. That's so, about it. And let me tell you, that was a spooky, awesome, incredible one lap ride before I dang near fenced the thing going in turn one on my second qualifying lap. So it was... Uh, at 2.34? Well, you're rolling in turn one at Fontana at about 2.46, something oh, like that. So, yeah. It's a good ride. Wow. I did it in a Datsun 510. Yeah. One <laughs> not quite. 31. But yeah, not quite. 234. Yeah. But it doesn't have windows, you know, so it felt fast. <laughs> All right. You want to feel fast? You get the Garage Boss. Uh, they do the uh, oil drain pans. We use them over here. I used them the other day, last uh, two weekends ago. On the... On, on my Mustang. On the Mustang. Yeah, I, I, I put some oil in it to... Uh, as I was building the motor, and oh, I wanted to get some of it out so I could go to two. the proper. You have yeah. one that's where? Bodie's? Where's one? No, the one here. I did it here. Oh, that's the, what's that car doing here, Mustang? <laughs> everyone walks into my shop and goes, ooh, look yeah. at that Mira. Ooh, is that Newman? What's that Mustang it's doing It's a wonderful here? conversation piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to explain. Oh, it's not mine. It's not mine. It's not mine. <laughs> Do you want me to just put a sign up that it's not Adam's? It'd save a lot of uncomfortable conversations I have with some of my <laughs> more well-to-do friends. Okay. All right. Uh, where were we? Garage boss, man. Oh, yeah. So they do. So you did the oil on my, mu- not the one in my shop. Huh? Yeah. Well, I don't work on your cars. Yeah, man. <laughs> we have them. And it's nice. The thing that's nice about garage boss is you don't drain the oil or tranny fluid or whatever it is into the pan and then have to do the funnel and the transfer or whatever. You just put it right in a thing and carry the thing like a little briefcase. We got case. the big barrel and I couldn't get the big barrel underneath. So I just, I used the garage boss and then I dumped it into the big you know, recycle. Yeah, we have we the have. big barrel, but you, you guys without the big barrel could just take it right to the recycling yeah. place, right from the container. So you don't have to do the transfer. They got all different sizes and they got uh, funnels and they got uh, liners. The chick we met out in Vegas, she was fun. I like her, the garage boss gal. Yeah. Go to amazon.com and just search garage boss, B O S S. It's easy. It's good. And uh, it's time to step it up. Amazon.com. Search Garage Boss and get yours. All right. Got a couple of questions here. God, that's going to be a great field. 11 manufacturers. See, that's the way it should be. Yeah. And I, I like I those it. cars. I like that I they're like those cars the kind too. of kind and of we lean on each other. Cars. I mean, it's not yeah. like you're – I mean, it's, it's going to be hard, close. And so they're going to have – so IMSA is going to have three different groups. They're going to have the prototypes. They're going to have the GTLM, like the cars that go to Le Mans. And then they're going to have ours. So, it, I mean, talk about – you know, L.A. traffic, it's going to be a mess yeah, out there. I like the Long, Beach, Long Beach, too. I like that whole event. Yeah, it's a great, great event. event. We should yeah. get out there, and, they, uh, and it's a good, tight, the it's always a nice. good tight yeah. track. It's a good, tight track that you can – I'm trying to think here, but you can drive really bunched up and really close on that track, even though there's a lot of concrete barriers and stuff like that. Yeah. But you can re- – that track yeah. just is made for just – Rubbing and racing and yeah. everybody, everybody together. And that race you were in last year, that uh, celebrity race, that was pretty. Uh, a lot of rubbing, racing going on in that <laughs> event every year. I there's watched a lot that of thing, rubbing. Man. More rubbing than racing yeah. in those events. Yeah, <laughs> especially when it's not your car. It's really <laughs> hard to tell people to take it easy. That's on right. Not your car. They're like, but hey, it's for charity, and it's the last. It was the last that Toyota the celebrity last, race. That yeah. was like the fortieth anniversary. I think, yeah, the last one. I, it always. I was just. Th- I was having a nightmare about it the other night because I was. <laughs> I was thinking about how. I was just in second, and uh, what's her name? Da- Dara Torres just yeah. kept, just that stupid hairpin. She just kept riding me into those. She was like an, it's a dog with a bone. Uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> She's just going after you, going after you. Yeah. Uh, it's carnage. It's carnage. <laughs> it's fun to watch. This is what makes me angry. This is why I go in nuts when I see two people standing in the middle of the 405 in the third lane, and the guy's got a scratch on his bumper, and the other guy's got a little piece of chrome missing from his brush guard, and they're both standing out there, like, exchanging information. And I'm like, pull it. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Get off the side. I have seen cars... You know, almost bone stock scions do laps on that track yeah. with completely caved in quarter panels and pop oh, tires and I steam. Mean, oh, just, the, I've driven that thing with the steering wheels <laughs> driving. It, uh, Everything's it, screwed up. I've seen guys get 
like like I, what was it? Brody Jenner? I think it was like Brody. I saw the year I, uh, when I won as a celebrity. Brody Jenner like hit the wall. He just saw glass flying everywhere, oh, yeah. and he just nailed the wall and everything. And at a certain point, you see him backing out, fenders dragging, bumpers dragging, he's on his way. He wasn't. I didn't think he was limping back to the pits. I think he just went back Finish out. Finish the race. Come on, finish so the race. Going. Anyone yeah. listening who's doing that move on, in the middle of the freeway? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's funny Brody. because you people can like, find oh, that, it's Chris. The, you'll, you'll like, laugh. oh, it's the celebrity race. The cars aren't that fast. It's not that bad. But that dude from like True Blood, what's his name? He flipped his car. Like he turtled his car. Well, he was like sitting on the roof. I don't know how he did that. Brody's <laughs> name. Oh, he got out of his car. Okay. Yeah, that's well, a, that's hey, a yeah, crazy he probably race. finished two more laps and then got out of it. The Somebody probably blocked him. What you didn't see on TV last year is that uh, guy hit a tow truck. Yeah, that w- I, w- yeah. I mean, I'm watching that race and I'm like, no, 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 this, this isn't happening. And then it all happened and the guy's, you know, jumping the, the tow truck driver is jumping out of the way right before the car well, the, uh, the problem slams into it. He could have been delegitated. But the, <laughs> uh, the problem with the race is it makes everyone do bad things. And the reason it makes everyone do, it's like cocaine. It makes everyone do bad things, and I'll tell you why. Because it's not your car, and whatever rules they say that they're going to go by, they throw them out yes. as soon as the green flag drops. So yeah. I'm in second place, and um, Alfonso Ribeiro's in first place, and we see the yellow flags waving fr- frantically. He ain't slowing down. No. Now. It's a suggestion. Right. The yellow flag. Yeah, He's not, not going to slow down. Important. And I've done this race before, and they don't seem to penalize people that don't slow down. <laughs> so if he's not going to slow yeah. down, and I'm in second place, I can't slow down because he's just leaving now, and that'll be it. There'll be no more, oh, he's going to get it pulled in and black flagged and I'm you know, penalized the lap or anything. He's just going to leave. Yeah. So when we're getting the frantic yellow flag... He's going. So I'm going, all right, I'm in second. Well, I'm just going to go with him, and then whoever's in third is going with me. And what we don't see when we come around the right-hander that goes down the back straightaway, yeah. opposite of Shoreline, that yeah. one is, geez, what is that one? Runs along all the condos and everything. There is a tow truck in the middle of the track, and it's perfectly placed so that you can't see it as you're going down there's the left hand sort of sweeper, and then you come back and you set up for the right. You don't see the tow truck until you've made the corner. And as far as the yellow flag's going, you're just thinking, uh, they must have cleared the wreck because we're through this. Yeah. And then you turn the corner, and everyone turned the corner at speed, and the truck was parked in the middle of the I'm track. I'm telling you, if, if you were one of the safety oh, guys, gosh. you'd be like, I will work any race except for the celebrity Scariest race. Scariest thing I've ever seen. You know, yeah. I've, I've won a celebrity race uh, a couple times, and let me, that, and I, I gotta I gotta hand it to you guys, that race last year was probably the most scariest that I can remember watching in a long time. I don't know that's because it's the last one, <laughs> oh, but also they flipped the order. <laughs> they but flipped it the was order. crazy. It was the last one, and it was only fast guys, which normally there's yeah. a couple like, alright, well, we yeah. don't need to worry about one to Sykes. <laughs> we'll we'll want to just got to get out of the way. But if you replace everyone with just fast people who are yeah. super competitive, then you're going to get that. Yeah, yeah, everyone that was in it had won before. I think that was the theme of it. Yeah, and, and so and they then all they thought they could win again. So anybody that qualified but, well was at the back of the pack. And of course, they were so mad just and dial eager up carnage for that deal to, right yeah, there. Yeah, but they should have. Yeah, they still should have a policy that when there's safety equipment on the track, well, the you got to stop. Bringing out the pace car is the car. only you way cannot. to slow down that group. Yeah. That's a weird one to bring yeah. actual equipment on the track and not bring a pace car out. And, yes, we got stopped yeah. before or, or after or whatever. But, yeah, the only way you're going to stop that group is to bring a car out. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. we got questions up there. Someone bought a 924. This is something we've been talking about, right, Matt? Yep. Privately. Hey, uh, Mike, 43, Pennsylvania. Hey, Adam, it's great to talk to you. Big hey, fan. Man. Say hi to Scott and Matt. Hello. Hey, Scott. Hey, Matt. Hey, uh, hey Mike. So, so somebody just, your son just bought a 924 Porsche? Yeah, he's 15. Uh, he's working part-time as a cashier at a supermarket, and he saved up a few bucks, and he saw this car on Craigslist for $500, and he talked the guy <laughs> down to 400 Oh, boy. 
and uh, we went and looked at it, and it, it needs a lot of work, but yeah. I left him by it, and uh, I figure as a dad, he'll get more out of this than just the car from him having to work on it and save his money and buy parts no, and everything. No, that's great. I love this story. Can we first talk about how Mike gets the Cool Dad Award? For, yeah. For like, that's pretty hey, awesome. Let's, let's do a 924 project together, son. 15-year-old yeah. son yeah. of mine. Yeah, no. Good, it's going to make good memories dad. regardless, right? Yeah. 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 It's I, never going to run, but you guys are going to yeah. have fun with it. I, that well, car's belt, I think it's got a belt drive on that, that uh, cam. Is that true? I Check that, Max Pat. I'm, yeah. For some reason, I think that's a belt. I think that's... For some reason, they start coming in with belts about that yeah. time, which never... I don't never think it was a great idea. Long. Open yeah. up a corporate account at Pelican Parts. Yeah. Get their catalogs and get the books. What's that dude's name? Wayne? Yeah, Wayne. Yeah, that guy writes books about how to fix... He's like a super nerd genius, and he writes books on how to fix these cars. I don't know if he has one on the 924. He does. He's he got, got to. to. Yeah. It says Porsche on it. He's got, he's got it. But definitely check with those guys. Yeah. And I mean, it's going to be so much to do, but that's a cool car. And you know, for four hundred bucks, I think you'll you'll be yeah. okay if you put a few hundred into it. That's right. And then well, well, by the time you do the LS swap, it'll run yeah. great. <laughs> no, those cars are coming. The they're coming on. Runs in it. Yeah, it runs. Wow, they're coming on. The uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, we, we saw a nine twenty four race car. Yeah, uh, go a couple weeks ago. It. it uh, it, uh, Amelia Island Amelia for like two twenty, like an IMSA car, or whatever. I'd have to look it, it up. It was like yeah. an eighty two. Maybe a little before Scott's time. It w- didn't look that great. Went for two hundred plus grand. Yeah, it you looked know, had way better history. in the pictures than it actually did in person. But, right, but, the but we nine, saw another one. The nine forty four. The nine forty four turbos are coming on. Which it, look, whatever. Whenever the big brother comes on, the little brother, and you're not little brother. You're step cousin because the big brother, the nine. 11 turbos and yeah. then they come down to the 911 scs and you know 912s and we work our way down yeah. to the you know we, right. we have the, the 944s and all are starting to go and now yeah. the 924s are, are going to start to go right so that's a good is it in silver or is it silver <laughs> it's it's part of it silver and part of it's black. It, it, that's the it's part that caught on fire. Mistakes. Well, the black is primer. <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh, yeah. that's where it caught on fire. <laughs> that's where it caught on fire. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that car in anything but silver. It's funny, yeah. even that race car we saw was silver. It's always silver. That is the most silverest car. <laughs> More than the Mercedes Legacy? Like, Yeah. Uh, no, I'm trying to. <laughs> it's a cam belt. Yeah, right. All right, so, All it's right, a belt. so you're gonna so have to do that. You're gonna have to change yeah, that yeah. Um, again. Go to Pelican Parts; he's got them, I'm sure. Well, the good news is you are at the bottom of the Porsche food chain, like nine fourteen, nine twenty four. Like this is stuff you can get. It's yeah. not that expensive. It's not Porsche, you know, regular Porsche expensive. Crazy money, right? Uh, even I feel like nine twenty eights are kind of having a little. Um, Renaissance. I, I tell you though, I think it's a fun car, and what I like about it being such an inexpensive project to start with, do the work yourself, have fun with it. Don't go overboard and try to make it a hundred point car. Like if you ever thought about, uh, like, hey, do you, do you think I can paint? Paint go to it. a junkyard, yeah. grab a piece of sheet metal, grab a door or a hood, shoot some paint. Get and a then, weenie and, roller. And then, yeah, and just paint paint your car one day. Maybe, maybe it's not going to be great, but you'd be like, I did it, you know? Use like the sponge weenie roller. It's smoother. <laughs> it's a lot smoother. <laughs> George, 29, Irvine. Hey, Adam, Matt, Scott, thank you for taking my call. Hello. Hey, uh, what's going on? I just have a quick question. You guys are professional race car drivers. I'm, I'm not. So you may you may experience this problem a little different, but I'm having like an instinct to slam the brakes anytime I'm coming up on a curve, specifically on the way to Mammoth Mammoth Mountain. So, what what advice do you guys have? Like, I'm going 85, <laughs> and I just want to slam the brakes. Well, how, I'll 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 form the question. I, I feel like this is for you guys. <laughs> the dangers of going to Mammoth Mountain. With now, Scott <laughs> Scott was talking about doing uh, Fontana and going into Turn One. I guess that is and and At not two forty six. Yeah, and not, not lifting there, right? Right. And and so I've done vintage races there, and it's very hard not to lift your right foot as you're entering a corner because. Everything that's in you is saying, I'm turning, I'm just going to go off the 
side of the track. You, right. I, I like to call it the chicken bone. Yeah. Uh, that's that one in your foot that connects to your head that tells you that you should be letting off and you should be letting off, but but you don't. The biggest the biggest challenge with any high speed turn when you let off is the fact you get so much weight transfer forward that a lot of times you're going from a car that's that's got a nice balance to it to one where it goes more nose down and wants to get a bit uh, a little bit assy, a little so bit loose in the rear. You're, you're so you actually achieving your negative goal exactly by letting off is there a technique of like saying all right i'll feather it or yes. i'll let a little for one lap and i'll see if i can get a little we're, more into we're it in the, next that lap. the turns to amelia and are banked turns just, just <laughs> yeah, think of oh you mean uh, i mean to a mammoth, mammoth yeah, sorry. <laughs> just think of an egg between your foot and the throttle your foot and the brake so don't don't crush the brake and don't let it fall on the floor and break. I mean, all those moves that, you know, wherever you're doing them, and I can't condone, you know, going, you know, high rates of speeds on, on city roads because you never know what's going to be around the corner. However, uh, if I'm dealing with those at a racetrack, it'd be really a balance between coming, coming off the brake gently I mean, coming on off the throttle gently and getting on the brake, so you're not really getting so much of a transfer. So the aggressive movement is what gets you out of shape. That's the biggest thing, right? Just, too just hard on the cast, too hard on the brake. That's yep. what gets you out of shape. Nice right. balance, right? Nice, Good to know. Nice soft balance. Uh, all right, let's talk. And be to careful you. on your way to Mammoth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> especially if it's ice. If it's ice, all bets are off. Yeah, man. he's probably like in an expedition or something. <laughs> Laura's calling from Hawaii. Thirty-four, Laura. Hey, hey, guys. Hello. Good morning. What's going on? Well, it's morning here, sorry. Anyway, so I have a, I just bought a 94 SS Impala last summer. Mm-hmm. And this has been like my dream car. Don't ask why. Yeah. I just think it's sexy. But anyway, so what do you, what do you guys think about this car? Like, is it black or is it black? Are you going to crush it? It could be that well, weird green. Well, made in 94. Wait, I got to see the picture of the 94 Impala because don't we have a new Impala that's, so yeah, I the new bought, Impalas yeah. are just, I bought my, uh, true story, um, I bought my dad, because he was such a huge supporter of mine in my racing career, turn, a brand sorry, new turn one. Turn your mic, Scott. Just, just turn yeah. it towards you a little just bit. Just turn it? Okay. Oh, that'd be a yeah. brand new one um, back in 94 and, and gave it to him. I think it might have like 20,000 miles on it. And it's a very cool car. Just was in it last week. Went for a ride with my dad nice. last wow. week in it. Great car. And so, well, supposedly it's really rare, and because they ran out of aluminum for the for the rims back then, uh, so they didn't have enough. But we, there's, you know, for the for the B body Impalas, there's probably like three on our entire island. I feel special, but yeah, I, <laughs> well, there's nine people on the island, and most of them walk. So, which island are you on? No, I'm on the Big Island. Um, the uh, do we need a Hawaii and a Kauai? I feel like that's confusing. Like, I've, how many people have landed on Kauai thinking they're meeting someone on Hawaii and vice versa? <laughs> Let's go with a different yeah, name for yeah. Hawaii. Yeah, to that. The Maui, no problem. You right, know, okay. Hawaii, Maui, no yeah. problem. But Kauai. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Laura, listen, we like it if uh, you like it. Is it black? It's, of course it's black. Of course it's yeah, the black. only color they came out in. I thought they had the car yeah. in a weird green, but, they but got, that's they another got one. Some I think that was in 95. Oh, that's 95. Yeah. Okay. That was in 96. Yeah. I okay. mean, <clears throat> you know, uh, we're, we're a Chevy family. We have a 85 Monte Carlo, a 64 Impala. Jeez. Uh, 64 Impala. Are you Mexican yeah. or are you Mexican? Overrado. <laughs> 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 no, not Mexican at all. What the hell? I'm actually pretty Asian. <laughs> oh, man. Someone's got to wow, straighten that 64 out. 64 Impala. My very first car was a 64 Impala. But wow. Yes, wow. Still had it, huh? I wish I did. Yeah. It's, it's his very first car. He, he I, bought it I, when he was 14 up perfect. in the mainland. and. It's a four-door, it though, Hold so I tease him. <laughs> I'm going to call door shit on Scott. Scott's like a prostitute. Like, you're a Gemini? Yeah. I'm a Gemini. <laughs> you like Steely Dan? I yeah. love Steely. Sweetie, you're 22. I love, I love Steely, Steely Dan. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your room? Yeah. <laughs> Scott just says whatever the car is. He's yeah. oh, my dad. I got him. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. my first car. Yeah, no one's going to yeah. fact check him. No yeah, one's going to fact said check him. If he said in Zuzu eye, eye mark, Scott would say, yeah, yeah, that's my, I bought my first wife that. Yeah. Three-cylinder. Yeah, that was really cool. Car. Okay. <laughs> All right, good on you there, uh, Laura. I like so I like a lady that's into her car. I like I like that they're still like Chevy families. That's right. Yeah, I like the that. Impala family. Yeah, yeah, an Impala family. Because 
they're they're just there's not going to be there's just going to be like want, my kids are going to have Uber families. Uber families. Like, that's I, all they're going to have. I want that's I sad. want like a sixty sixty one Impala red convertible. Yeah, Laura might have one. That is like that's a. I had a chance to buy one about fifteen years ago and still kick myself for. I mean, it was just a perfect, beautiful driving car, and I didn't. I just the, stupid. Now, would that one stupid. have two antennas in the rear? That had one and optional. They also they did the they do fins, that sort of? Off. Did they do this? What did they call the uh, exterior spare Monte Carlo kit or whatever Continental, continental, oh, continental package? package? I don't know if they all something. called it that, but it was. I the know it as a Continental pack. package. Yeah. yeah. Did no. that car? It, it, did it, you get I, one with I, that? I, I never knew if that was an option. Or, or guys just stuck that on there. But I don't was, know why more yeah. drag racers don't use that because the weight advantage in the <laughs> you back. You want that spare tire. Yeah, yeah, it looks so good. Spare too. That's just such a great look on that car. Oh, Not. speaking of good, uh, how about uh, Rich Uncles? Yeah, how about it, man? Rich Uncles. What do we need to know about Rich Uncles? I'll tell you. Yeah. You go to the bank uh, right now, and uh, what do you get? You get. One percent less than one percent. It's not even worth it. It's not even worth it. I've checking into T bills. Like under one percent. Rich uncles, they're currently doing seven or even better. Recently featured in Wall Street Journal. So you, don't take my word for it. Go uh, to richuncles.com. And what you should do is when you go to Rich Uncles, you should read the article that the Wall Street Journal talked about rich uncles in and then you find out from the leading financial publication just how good rich uncles is and then you get involved with rich uncles like any investment has risk is not guaranteed but rich uncles is a reit a reggae tier two offering that's r-e-i-t rich uncles give them a call do what i did go to richuncles.com or like i said call them 855 rich uncles let them know you heard it here on carcast that is rich, rich Uncles. <laughs> right here on CarCast. Go ahead, Kalen. Chunkles Reed is seeking indications of interest concerning its Reg A Tier 2 securities offering. Any indication of interest involves no obligation or commitment of any kind. No money or other consideration is being solicited, and if sent in response, will not be accepted. No sales will be made or commitments to purchase accepted until the offering statement is qualified. This media outlet is being paid under $2,000 by Rich Uncles for this single message. All right, let's do one more, because we got to show Scott. you got to go look at the other shop and yeah. see how they'll, you'll see some... Uh, if he likes race cars. Newman's Are you cars. kidding me? I got I got a bunch of... I'm, actually, I'm working on my 95... Um, 94? Sorry, 94. That's right. I got 94 uh, championship winning um, Trans Am car. Oh, and really? I got the... The body is as it came off the racetrack. Is it an Impala? It is <laughs> a... It's a Chevy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's a Chevy Camaro. And... Um, yeah, anxious to get that done. I got a couple old... You know, got an old 60 Caddy and a, and a VW bus and... Yeah, yeah. Pro what, Chevy uh, Pro Street, some other I'm, fun stuff. I'm just uh, going way down on a limb here, but uh, what's the what was the livery of the uh, Chevy? Royal Oak. Oh, really? Do you remember that? The yeah. Royal Oak, beautiful colors. Um, beat Kendall for the championship that year. Uh, we had we had a lot of good. Kendall good just race. told us differently. He said he weird, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah, he I, I got said, the winning car. He said, so <laughs> he said he wanted to fight you afterward. It was weird. I don't so know why he beat you. Oh, you, get ro- you get him confused with Willie. Sorry. <laughs> Let me see that car, Chris Max Pana. And the um, uh, ninety four, um, yeah, it's a cool. I I I, lo- I love all this stuff. Are you going to take it out? You're going to vintage race I, it? I'd, I'd like. To, well, not. I'm too scared to vintage race it. I'd, I'm afraid I'd hurt it. So nah, <laughs> you got to get over that. I do want to get it on because it is the the team owner Buzz McCall. He called me about. Well, now we're looking four, at the Mac Tools something no, here. That, that's, so that's my '88 car, right? Um, and I have the bodywork for that as it came off the racetrack as well. I don't have the car, but I have the body. There it is, right in uh, lower. It's got kind of the flames uh-huh. on it. Uh, up, 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 up over one. The, there, there you go. go, right there. I love that. Uh, yeah, because Chris is looking at like Audi Q fours <laughs> or whatever. Uh, yeah, oh, there it is. Yeah, it's yeah. Camaro. Wow. Yeah. Those like cars are moving car. up in value, too. The last one, kind of that that era, actually my championship um, winning 86 car uh, recently sold for 500 and something thousand. 1986? Uh, yeah, 1986. 1986. What was... Mustang? Uh, oh, it was, a, it was a Roush? Yeah. Yeah, the Roush stuff So that's stuff when I was is, driving with, uh, with Bruce. The Roush stuff is going bananas, and uh, I like the Capris aesthetically even a little bit better, I think. I don't know why. They kind of have that back to them. There's something a little more Euro about them, but the Capri, the Roush Capri, 
is a really good looking race car. Like in the, in the even now, I mean, even, even now, yeah. oh yeah, I, mm-hmm. these guys are in my vintage class sometimes, and the and the Capri is cool because it's the only American race car that has a kind of European vibe to it. Yeah. You know, when you see the five twelve. Uh, Ferraris out there, and and you see BMW M1s, you know, pro cars and stuff. You go, oh, that's a that's a European race car. Yeah. But the Capri, and then you see the Corvette lumber along, and it's yeah. just all right. That's a yeah. that's an American car. But the Capris have that sort of nice crossover. Vibe. Jack Roush has, I believe, the Newman, the nobody's fool Mustang. Mustang. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Yeah, he does. I don't think nice. he's like super eager to. When sell did it? yours? No. When did your winning car sell? <laughs> The like two years ago. Wow, for yeah. five hundred. So Zach, Zach Brown, uh, you know, you know the Zach? band. No, well, from no, the band. No, no. Zach Brown. Uh, uh, now he's running McLaren. Oh, uh, different from Zach Europe. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> and there's Zach Brown. Band? Band. There's actually called, yeah. the Zach called the Brown Zach Brown Band. Band. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not not, not that Zach. So not that guy. <laughs> uh, not but he's, guy. he's got a bunch of uh, <laughs> bunch of historic uh, vintage race cars and and um, great guy. And I was like my buddy David um, Bowie out at uh, Foster Motor Works over there. <laughs> <laughs> not that guy. Not, different, not, the, not David, that guy. Different dude. Different. He goes by Dave. <laughs> Dave. There's, there's Dave a Bowie. lot of confusion. <laughs> Big NASCAR guy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's in that one of the Carolinas. So that guy bought it. I love it. So my championship car. So I mean, they're um, they the the if, if they have a heritage to them, if they're a winning car and drove by somebody significant and 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 they have a heritage about them, a lot of the you know Trans Am, IMSA sports cars. I mean, they're really taking off. Good because I got some, and you're going to go see them in about two minutes, Bill. Yeah, hey, guys. Hey, uh, the show. What's going on? 35 yeah. Colorado. I got a question about damage to the transmission when you downshift. Yeah, yeah. I'm driving a, driving a 15 Ford Fusion. And, um, well, anyway, I've always downshifted. You know, I drive down the mountains here in Colorado. You downshift yeah. to slow the cars. You're coming down the mountain instead of riding a brake. And that's what we always learn. And I got my buddies I drive with going kayaking or whatever. And I always like, oh, you're going to kill the transmission in this car. And I say, well, it's. You know, I don't want to burn the brakes. I say, well, it's cheaper to price the brakes in the transmission. So I'm just wondering your thoughts. I don't. I Scott's going to know this. The transmission is shifting anyway. So if you do it manually, I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. I've always downshifted and always uh, my brake pads and trannies and clutches have lasted a very long time in a lot of like trucks and stuff. I've always driven because I've always just let the car slow itself down. And it's and it's been good for the clutch and good for the brake pads and it seems to be good all the way around because I've I've never had clutch problems or whatever but I I think if you drive it correctly your clutch you, if yeah, you're doing it right nothing will suffer you know the only time I've ever had a problem is in a rental car when I was doing about sixty and try to get it into reverse so yeah that'll be tough <laughs> it just sometimes. makes a lot of noise I don't yeah. know why well most of good rental cars have the lockout. <laughs> <laughs> but all no, right. I mean, that's how they're designed. I mean, yeah. the transmissions, I mean, all these car companies, I mean, they're made to shift. So, yeah, not, not, a, not a problem. If you left it in drive, it's going to downshift anyway as you're cruising, you know, coasting down the... Well... Know, I mean, you want it to. It yeah. should well, be no, shifting he's, on its he's own. Talking about, he's talking about... If he's manually shifting it. Manually. I'm saying, yeah, yeah but if, if you, you left manually, it in drive, it's going to do it on its right. own. Yeah, know? I got you. Yeah. All right. Geico, man. You want to uh, save some money? You go to Geico. Geico.com. Super. Very easy. So, what do you do? Well, you don't have to leave your house. That's easy. You just uh, slide on over to your computer, jump on it, go to geico.com. 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance, put a little extra money in your pocket, and uh, save that money. Maybe get a head gasket for an 82 924. Hmm? <laughs> you know that? I was thinking head gaskets. All I was thinking when a kid was talking about it. Best day in the world. I like to put him in the same room with my dad. Go to geico.com. 15 minutes. Could be saving 15% or more. That's what you do at geico.com. Scott Pruitt over here. Scott, you can check out at scottpruitt.com and you can check out his beautiful Long Beach Vino. Grand Prix, by the way. Scott, uh, sorry, Pruitt. P-R-U-E-T-T, Vineyard, Vineyard.com. Pruitt, Vineyard.com. Shoot him a tweet at Scott Pruitt, 01 in the Long Beach Grand Prix, coming up the uh, 7th to the 9th. These guys are racing on Saturday. On Saturday, and it'll be live on Fox, and I'll be in the number 14 Lexus uh, RCF GT3. we got to see about getting out there. Yeah. Come on out. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it. It's always a great event. It's 
always a Dang, great it's event. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's uh, always I'll, good. I'll, I'll hook you up with tickets. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I'm just like the idea of having a having a beer before the race for a That's change. right. Yeah. <laughs> and, by the way, Long Beach is the best racing event to walk around and have a beer at because oh, there's so much cool stuff. There's so much. And beer flows. Especially if yeah. the sun's out. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know why, but something special about that buzz. All right. Uh, me, us, and uh, whatever, you can go to chassis, chassy.com. You can get the Newman Doc. You can get the 24-hour war. We got the Trans Am, uh, the uh, West Coast Championship Series coming out here. I'll be driving the Go Share Corvette C7R. From, Sunday, uh, come on racing. out. Yeah, Sunday's the race. Uh, practice qualifying and all that. It'll, qualifying Sunday, too. Too early. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, not sleeping so, there. So a little, little bit of tidbit. I um, won Le Mans with Corvette in a factory program, their first win uh, in 2001. Wow. Okay, that was that was the kickoff to their whole, you know, just crushing of uh, Le Mans over there. You if Adam drive? doesn't qualify well yeah, on Saturday drive? morning, you're no, welcome I'm, to come I'm, on out. No, 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 no. I'm drive, qualifying. <laughs> you'll just drive Sunday afternoon <laughs> yeah. anyway. We'll just put Actually, you in the same fire Actually, you don't want to get up in the morning. So if you qualify for <laughs> no, Adam no, on no, Sunday no, no, morning. No. There's, a, there's, there's, a, there's a, a chink in that armor. There's not, that's yeah. not great logic. No. Have me qualify poorly. And then Scott then go in. Like, geez. But you got to get up early. Adam, why... I'll get up. I'll, uh, this will be fine. And then, Scott, you just walk around in the fire suit, visor down. Yeah, like the stick. Yeah, I'll do that. Like the stick. <laughs> like the stick. And, 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 and Matt, you, run, you run around. Like, don't bother me. He doesn't want yeah, to sign yeah, no, He's drive. focusing now. He's, he's in his zone. He's now. in his zone. And yeah. then you go out and drive. And then at the very end... I'll come running up to like congratulate you, but I'll pull my mechanics jumpsuit off and I'll be wearing the Perfect. other fire suit and I'll have my head all yeah, sweated. How, and how fun period. would that? How we got to figure out how to do that? We, we, we got to figure out how to oh, do boy, something do like we. that. <laughs> boy, do we! All right, uh, you go to uh, Carcast and all that uh, show. Where do you go? CarcastShow dot com. Yep. Checks out and all of our uh, social media is at Carcast Tell, Show. Yeah. Till next time, Dan Crow for Scott Pruitt and uh, Matt the Motorator saying, "Keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel." For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. CarCast Show.